The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. So we were talking about it last week a little bit. I had a chance to interview Jay Leno over in Cozumel, and we'll be listening to that interview here in just a few minutes. Uh, Also had a chance to chat with cruise director Matt Mitchum uh, on Carnival Vista, so we'll have his interview as well. And Richard Sims, he's a writer over at Cruise Radio and an editor that makes me look semi-intelligent. He'll be here to chat with me about the Western Caribbean cruise. We're not going to talk about Carnival Vista because we've pretty much reviewed the death out of that over the past year. So we're going to talk more a lot along the lines of the Western Caribbean cruise experience and what ports we hit. So uh, we'll get to Richard in just a couple of seconds here. Don't forget about Cruise Radio News. It's our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Uh, Come join the cruise conversation and uh, put your two cents in. Also, email me, Doug, D-O-U-G, at cruiseradio.net. If you just got back from a cruise, want to talk about an excursion, or heck, just want to talk, drop me an email there. All right, Richard, what's up? Thanks for having me again. I always enjoy hanging out. Um, And it's kind of Interesting. This time we're talking about something different than what we normally talk about. So, because I'm used to talking to you about the ships, but this time we're talking about your actual um, sort of journey. So, how was the sailing overall? Good. It was a six night Western Caribbean sailing. We did Ocho Rios, Jamaica. We did Grand Cayman and we did Cozumel. Got to do some really cool excursions and got a chance to do Carnival's uh, Lip Sync Battle, which is uh, one of the Spike TV shows and see a Carnival Live event. And am I crazy, or did you get to actually interview Jay Leno? That must have been kind of cool. You are crazy, and yes, I did interview Jay Leno. Got a, got a chance to spend about 10 minutes with him, probably recorded for about six of those minutes, and had a good conversation. Really, really funny guy. So for people who aren't familiar, and I have to admit I'm one of them, what's the difference between Eastern and Western Caribbean sailings? So I tend to think of it like this. The Western Caribbean is Mexico, Jamaica, Grand Cayman, uh, Honduras, Belize, all those areas under Texas in the Gulf of Mexico, Eastern Caribbean, U.S. Virgin Islands, San Juan, Puerto Rico, over on the, you know, the eastern side, Richard, it's basic geography. See, that's where we got into trouble because I'm really bad with geography. So <laughs> that's why I didn't know the difference. And is it is it basically the same like length of a cruise or is there a difference between eastern and western when it comes to cruise lengths? The Eastern Caribbean cruises tend to be a little longer because sometimes they'll touch down into the Southern Caribbean as well. So you could normally find a seven or eight or sometimes 10 night sailing on an Eastern Caribbean, whereas the Western Caribbean, um, you could do that on a four night out of Miami or Tampa on like, like Carnival Paradise or whatnot. So Western cruises can be four to six nights. Eastern cruises can be like six to 10 nights. And do they? Is there a difference between where they sail out of, or can you catch both from various ports? 
Depending on the port, like Port Canaveral, which is just down the coast from me, you can do Eastern and Western out of Jacksonville, Eastern, Tampa, mostly Western, Miami, both. Are these ports that you can actually dock in or do you wind up having to tender to most of them? Yeah, that's a good point because um, operationally speaking, the Western Caribbean probably has a little higher of a risk of canceling a port than the Eastern because most of the Eastern ports have docks, piers. Whereas uh, Grand Cayman is a tender port. So the ship drops anchor about a mile offshore, and then you tender, you take a boat ride up to Georgetown to get off the ship. Or the same thing with Norwegian Cruise Line. They have um, Harvest Key out there. Um, If the weather isn't that great, the ship will have to skip it and do a day at sea. So operationally speaking, um, I think you have more of a chance missing a port if you're over in the western side rather than the eastern side. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about some of the ports that you got to visit. So the first one, I believe, was Ocho Rios. Jamaica, Ocho Rios, cool place. Did a the Jamaican bobsled, you know, like from the movie Cool Runnings, and then we climbed Dunn's River Falls. And so it was a combo excursion. So the first thing we did was we, we took a ski lift from, I think it was called Mystic Mountain, went up like 700 feet, and then did this... Uh, bobsled where we were by ourselves and we were controlling the brake. So you're basically in charge of your own destiny on this um, this bobsled <laughs> flying down the mountain at 50 or 60 miles per hour. So you have to pull back on the brakes for it to happen. Uh, the whole thing, because you have a series of conveyor belts and lifts to get you up and down over the lift. So it's probably about a three-minute ride when it's all said and done. But it was really, really cool. I I had a good time on that. And then after that, it was about a five-minute ride away. We went, took the lift back down the mountain, jumped on our bus, and went to Dunn's River Falls. And I got to tell you, I've so I've been cruising for over 20 years, and Dunn's River Falls, it always seemed cool, but I was like, you know what? Tourist trap, not interested. <laughs> that was pretty damn cool, man. Like, we, we went there, got our water shoes on. You have to wear water shoes, no flip-flops or no um, open-toe shoes. We met up with our guide. You walk down to the beach, so you're like kind of on top of the mountain, and you walk down these series of steps down to the beach. That's where the waterfall ends, and you climb up the waterfall. You know, you have this like you're holding hand to hand, like a human like chain link going up together. A lot of teamwork involved. And I got to tell you, people who look like they haven't been off the couch in two years were doing this. And that was that was my motivation. So I was like, you know what? I can bail out early because there's a, there's a, a series of exits along the way. So if you can't do it or you don't think you could do the climb, you just climb out. It's a staircase. Very simple. But I was watching these people do it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to power through this. And it was about an hour and a half climb. And you, there were some photo opportunities and some little rock slides you can go down. But overall, a, a good excursion. The only part I didn't like about it was the craft market at the end of it. Just, I mean, in typical Caribbean style, just these street hustlers, they were they were just trying to push their stuff on you. Come here, man. Yeah, love. Peace, man. Put this bracelet on. Bad Jamaica accent, I know. But that's <laughs> what you have to tell them. No, like 
I don't want anything and keep walking. They're going to try to pester you because like Disney World, you leave the falls and you have to go through the gift area to get out. Well, that gift area is a craft and open air craft market. But uh, other than that, I really, really enjoyed the combo excursion. Just I thought the the crafts people were a little too pushy. Okay, back to the bobsled for a second. So you're in control of your own destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go as fast as you want or as slow as you want with 10 being the fastest and one being the slowest, be honest, how brave were you? How fast did you go? Okay, so 90% of the time, I was full throttle. And then I won't lie, 10% of the time, I, I thought I was going to fly off the track. So, And I wouldn't have. But you know, it's just like you're going on these sharp bends, and you don't want to hit those bends going 60 miles an hour. Or maybe you do if you're like adventurous. But uh, yeah, so I was I was full throttle most of the time, but I did slow down a little bit to take some to take some video and to take some photos. Okay, good answer. The next stop you went to was Grand Cayman, and I know you went to Stingray City there. If I'm not mistaken, you had done Stingray City before. Um, what what made you want to go back and do it again? I did it years ago. I've been back a few times to Grand Cayman, and you know I was always kind of. Uh, on edge after the Steve Irwin incident with the the, the giant stingray in Australia. So mm -hmm. you know what? I don't want to try it. So this time I'm like, I'm going to face my fear. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. Thousands of people do it every day. So it's not like uh, – and you never hear about people getting hurt or out there or anything. So this was on a catamaran. So we got off the ship and, of course, you're in – uh, Grand Cayman. It's a tender port. So the ship drops anchor. You take about a 15-minute tender ride from the ship to the pier at Georgetown. The uh, excursion company meets you there, puts you in a bus, and you drive to a marina. And you could do a boat or a catamaran or a private boat, whatever you want to do. We did a catamaran and went like a 40-minute ride out to this big sandbar in the middle of the ocean. And there were other boats there. There were probably about 10 other boats there. And these stingrays, though, man, they were like they were like dinosaurs to me. They were huge. Like <laughs> some of them were like half the size of the boat. And I'm like, at first I'm like, okay, I'm not getting into the water. But then <laughs> there was eight year old little girls getting into the water. And so I was like, okay, I can't be, be shown by these little eight year old girls. I'm getting into the water too. But yeah, it was, it was cool. My fears were pacified by the tour guides because it turns out that these stingrays they can't shoot a barb at you. They're for protection when they're in the sand and a shark goes to bite them in the butt. The shark bites down on those barbs. They can't shoot the barb at you. So, um, oh, those barbs I did are, not know that. Yeah, me neither. So the, uh, you know, I wish I would have known this sooner. I would have gotten the water a lot sooner. <laughs> the barbs are just a defense mechanism for the stingrays who like to bury themselves in the sand, and the sharks know that. So did you like feed them? I kissed one. You I kissed one. I fed one. Wow. Congratulations. And one gave me a back massage. So it was really <laughs> cool, actually. They, they, you know, if you want to get like professional pictures done, the, each boat out there has a professional videographer on there who will take still pictures or video of you. And they'll also hold your phone and do it if you want. And with, with this excursion, it's important to like really have the sunscreen really have like, – I had a waterproof pouch. I totally looked like a tourist, like with a fanny pack and everything. But I didn't care. Like my phone is my lifeline. So I had my phone like covered in three different plastic pouches and I was out there with it around my neck, like really geeking out with it. But I didn't care. What else is important out there? You can wear a hat. It's only like three feet deep. So you're not swimming around. You can swim if you want. And they give you a mask. But I mean, for me, it was like 
I was at my waist the whole time, and it didn't get get much deeper. They also had life jackets for you. So it sort of sounds as if this is another one of those things that, like Dunn's Fall, uh, Dunfall Rivers, that like pretty much any age could do. It's not it's not like you know you have to worry about being able to swim or being able to go in over your head or anything like that. There were a couple of kids on our boat, so yeah, there's tons of families out there. But other boats around us had families on them too, so. Uh, like I said, there was probably a dozen boats out there, and there were people from our ship on the other boats. They probably booked their excursion through someone else or whatnot. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely a family-friendly type of uh, excursion. Okay, and your last port of call was Cozumel. I have always wanted to go to Cozumel, never been, never been to Mexico, as a matter of fact. Um, what what did you do during this visit? Because I know you've been there before. So last time I went to Chicanob, which is a national park. This time I went to Nachi Cocum, which means Emperor of the sun in Spanish. No, I'm just kidding. I have no clue what it means in Spanish, but it's an all-inclusive resort. (laughs) (laughs) It was was $55 a person, and it was all you could eat, drink, um, lawn chairs, pool, uh, gosh, everything out there inclusive. There were showers there. And I guess it could be compared. I've never been to Mr. Sancho's, but it's right next door to it. And people compare the two, but they say that the Nachi... One, it has less children or they're stricter on families maybe. Not stricter on families, but stricter on the ages to go in there. And I think there was one kid in there that we saw. And there was two ships in port. There was us and Carnival Fantasy. So you're, you're talking about uh, at our pier, there was probably, what, six or 7,000 cruise guests. And there was maybe about 100. And they, I think they cap it at 130 passengers anyway. So it's never too crowded. Where I don't think Mr. Sancho's does a cap. But Nachi caps at like 130 passengers. That sounds like a great deal. I mean, $55 to include your food, your liquor, your, your, uh, uh, your, your lounge chair. That sounds like a pretty good deal. How the beach? The beach was okay. Like the beach wasn't awesome and the, the wind was blowing a lot. So it was kind of churning and muddying up the water. So it wasn't like your pristine, crystal clear beach. But it doesn't matter if you were at Chicken Knob or Mr. Sancho's or our resort. Everyone had kind of muddy churned water because of the way the wind was kicking that day. As you wrap up this uh, this look at Western Caribbean excursions and your, your trip here, what kind of tips would you offer people who want to do a Western Caribbean sailing? First off, I would say bring sunscreen because I, I'm fair-skinned and I had to lather it up. I actually went through a a whole bottle of 50 SPF Australian gold uh, on this trip. I was, I was unpacking the other day and I'm like, good God, did I use this much sunscreen? And I did because <laughs> you, I mean, the sun is brutal out there. Bring bug spray. Of course, the, the Zika virus is the big threat, especially for women. Also on that note in Ocho Rios, our first stop, they sold this band that you put on your, um, your ankle or your wrist and that band had like a uh, bug repellent on it. So I didn't get bit at all at either in, in any port of call. And I just wore the whole thing on my ankle the whole time. So I guess it like – It actually worked? Yeah, it did work. And it, you know, it, How it much smelled, was it? You know what it smelled like? It smelled like – you know those citronella candles you light when you yeah. want to keep the bugs away? It's, it was it smelled like a citronella wax ring is what it smelled like. And it probably was. I don't know. But it worked. How much was it? $5 in Ocho Rios. A bargain at twice the price. Right, totally. Also, uh, water shoes. You, you need water shoes to climb Dunn's River Falls. If you roll in there with flip-flops, you roll in there with tenet, uh, you know, open sho- open-toed sandals, they're not going to let you in. 
you have to have sneakers or water shoes. They sell the water shoes for $10 a pair, and they're like really cool, cool running style water shoes, like the Jamaican colors, green, black, and yellow, I believe mine are. But it's really stylish. I actually wear them around the, wear them around the ship. I wore them to the casino one night just because I was like, eh, whatever. It's the last night. Everything else How is very fine. James Bond of you. Yeah, totally. Throwing money on the roulette table and, yeah. Bring a lot of singles for tipping. Um, if you're doing excursions, you'll want to extend a little gratuity to, you know, the tour guide. Or if you want to buy something like water shoes, you have to pay cash. If you want to buy a, a citronella bug thing to put on you, that's cash as well. You know, buy a beer after an excursion. So just bring plenty of singles and, you know, whatever, cash for tipping. Uh, stay on the ship's time. A lot of us take the the phone off the ship because we want to take pictures. But sometimes the time on the ship is Eastern time and you're looking at Caribbean time. Happened to us in Cozumel. We were just about to pull out. They were throwing the lines off the ship and these two women running down the dock screaming, saying, my phone says 3.30. Really, it was 4.30. And they were looking at their phone and didn't stay on ship's time. So always stay on ship's time and pay attention to what time you need to be back on board when you walk off the ship because Cozumel, they wind up leaving someone every cruise. I mean, it's just the way it happens. Were you leaning on the, were, were people leaning over the edge of the ship yelling and laughing at the runners? Because every port I've ever seen runners in, that is one of our favorite things to do as we're uh, waiting for the ship to leave. <laughs> you know, people, of course, yelling at it, yelling at them as they're running down the pier. You suck. Hurry up. We want to get out of here. <laughs> So that was, that was fun. And I guess the last the last tip I would have for Western Caribbean is the excursions do sell out. Our Stingray excursion sold out. Dunge River Falls sold out. The excursions do sell out. So if you want to do something that's really cool and like Dunge River Falls is like the number one excursion. And it doesn't matter if you book it on the ship or if you book it off the ship. You'll want to book it early because... They do fill up. Well, all right. Um, I guess that I have gotten pretty much all I can get out of you about Western Caribbean. Now I at least know the difference between Western and Eastern Caribbean. So there is that. I guess I'll give your show back to you now. Awesome, man. Thanks for doing this, man. Always. It's always a pleasure. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
So joining me now is a former host of The Tonight Show and current host of Jay Leno's Garage, Mr. Jay Leno. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing? Good, man. So uh, we're down here in Cozumel. All what right. do you think of Carnival Vista? I, I want to go down and check the engine room. That's what oh, I want yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like an engine guy, so I'm kind of fascinated by that. Yeah. No, it, it's, pretty ama- it's pretty amazing. It's like a, a Vegas hotel in, in the water. You know, it just kind of floats along and you've got a great showroom and it's really kind of cool. Do you do many shows in the uh, the Yucatan area? No, this is the first time I've been down here, actually. So it's 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 beautiful. Awesome. Have you ever performed on a cruise ship in the past? I have not a whole lot, once or twice. Not on a cruise. Usually, you know, comes into port and you do the show, and you know. How this gig with Carnival come about? Uh, they asked me, and you did it, right? You said, yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, it's uh, you know, I like playing all kinds of gigs. Um, and audiences are audiences, you yeah. know. Um, and you know, it's really a great audience. It's the same audience I think you'd get in. Vegas or Atlantic City or, or any resort area. I mean, it's it's just regular folks. I was going to ask you, so is it different from, like, crowd to crowd? Like, is a Vegas crowd different from, like, your cruise ship no, crowd last no. night? I mean, the great thing about Vegas or even a cruise ship is it's that all-American sort of crowd. It's, sure. it's every part of the country. You know, there's a tendency of comics now to just work the audience they work to. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a Republican comic, you work Republican. You're a Democrat, you work Democrat. Right. You know, I just do colleges. I just do this. So to me... I mean, I always like people that can play any kind of room. You know, when you look at sort of Bob Hope and, you know, even uh, Bill Cosby prior to all the nonsense. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you can play any kind of, you know, that's the idea. You should try to work every kind of room. And, uh, no, I, I like it, actually. Really nice people. I think Don Rickles was pretty good at working the room, too. Yeah, Rickles, too. Yeah. R- Rick, the classic Rickles, Newhart, all those guys, you yeah, know. Yeah, totally. If you weren't in comedy, what would you be doing? Uh, probably something in the automotive field. I used to work at car dealerships, and then I realized, you know, I'm not going to afford any of these cars working here. So, <laughs> have some listener questions for you. Uh, yeah. Funny or most embarrassing moment, either taping or on stage? Oh yeah. gosh. Well, I, well, I mean, you know, when you start out, there are awful gigs. I mean, when I was 19 and 20, I was I, I used to do strip clubs, mm-hmm. and I used to tour with. Uh, Two strippers, Lily Pagan and Anita Mann. That was their name. And, and we would drive around and we would do uh, like army bases. <laughs> right. And, these, and they weren't like, like prostitutes or anything. These were like blue-collar women. They were like 40. They had short hair, but they wore long wigs. We'd get to like Fort Devens in Massachusetts. They'd take, take out the power drills and they'd put together like this champagne glass, you know. And they would, I would tell jokes and they would take baths in the champagne glass. And one day I'm on stage. I'm a kid. I'm doing my act. And they're very protective of me. And, and one of the women is in there, and she's splashing herself. And some guy's giving me grief. And, and she gets out of the tub naked, walks over the guy, punches him in the face, <laughs> breaks his nose. The guy's bleeding. The guy goes down. Her hand's covered with blood. She gets back in the bathtub. All right, continue your act. You know? so, oh, my God. So, so this is a huge change from that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, your show, uh, Jalen O's Garage, you have some pretty cool cars. What's your favorite? Well, I wouldn't have all these cars. I would have a favorite. I mean, I, you know, if you like transportation and automobile, you tend to like the history of it. I mean, when you're a kid, you like the Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and then you say, well, what came before that? And then you go back to the muscle cars, the 60s. What came before that? What came before that? And you get back to steam cars and Model Ts. So I, I, I pretty much like the whole genre, actually. You ever gotten pulled over? Oh yeah, I get pulled. Yeah. I get pulled over. I get pulled over a lot, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Final question here, Jay. Yeah. Is uh, what's on your travel bucket list? I, I don't. I'm not really a. Tra- you know, I travel in my work, so mm-hmm. going home is like a huge deal. All right. um, uh, I mean, I, I have a job that takes me to 
resort places. So consequently, you get a little bit of your work mixed in. You get to see the world. I mean, we've kind of been the most interesting. We were in Afghanistan a while ago. That was wow. interesting cool. with the troops. And you, you're on stage and, you know, rockets are, you know, you hear yeah. explosions. That okay? Crazy. We're going to be okay. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to go to Afghanistan. <laughs> no, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay, we look forward to seeing you later on tonight, buddy. Thanks for being on the well, show. Thanks. thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. We know you can't go on every single cruise, so we do it for you. Find over 200 ship reviews and money-saving tips at cruiseradio.net or search Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio. All right, so uh, we're hanging out with Matt. He's the cruise director here on Carnival Vista. What's up, man? What's going on? I know, it's been like a year we talked last. Yeah, we, yeah it's been just like inaugural time. Yeah. I think you guys came on. Yeah, it's been May a- of 2016. Yeah. We are May of 2017. Mm-hmm. So the, for the folks who don't know you, Matt, give me a little background about yourself. How did you get from growing up in England to being the cruise director on the flagship of Carnival Cruise Line? Um, it was, I came out when I was 21. I mm-hmm. uh, always wanted to travel. Big passion for traveling, big passion for seeing different cultures, meeting new people. Um, the small town that I kind of grew up in, I was never really going to get the opportunity to do that. No one ever came to visit, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to take something. So um, applied for cruise ships when I was 21. Uh, and then kind of, like every crew member kind of says, you come out for one contract and, you know, I'll just do six months and I'll go back home and continue life. Ten years later, I'm still going strong and... Uh, you know, things make you stay like promotions and new ports of call and new adventures at Carnival offers. Yeah. So that's how I'm still going. Vista's a year old now. How have things been going over the past year? It, it's been a great year. It's been yeah. a very busy, uh, probably my most challenging year with the company. Um, but we are literally reaping the rewards from it now. It's uh, a great ship. Over the past year, what's the cool thing that's happened on Carnival Vista? The coolest thing that's happened, some of the people I've got to meet, man. We've yeah. had so many VPs and, and presidents come on board, and even from other cruise lines, um, celebrities have come on board. We've got Jay Leno coming this cruise as well. It's yeah. just, it's a great flagship. Um, got to meet Miss America. Nice. I mean, that, that was a great time. Carnival's teamed up with Lip Sync Battle, mm-hmm. so we're doing Lip Sync Battle on this ship. I guess Lip Sync Battle at Sea. Yeah. What is that partnership like? And because awesome. you're, you're hosting it, right? Yeah. Now. It's so I, I mean, I always watched it like coming up like the last two years. It's been on TV. So, and I'm a huge fan of. LL Cool J, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching him and Chrissy Teigen every week, and then they came and said, oh, we're going to start doing it on the Vista. So it's great to just um, to watch him, kind of study what he did, and then put it into play here. The guests love it. Um, it's a great reaction. You'll see later on this cruise. Um, the, the turnout that we get from Lip Sync, it's a huge vibe. It's great. What is the audition process like? Uh, fun, man. Like, we did it yesterday, so we had... What there was at least fifteen of each mm-hmm. gender that came up that really wanted to participate. We knock it's like a knockout tournament. Uh, last man, last lady standing. Like the best comes in, the crowd vote. We don't vote, so they get to pick their champ. What do you say to people that think Carnival Vista is way too big? I say you just take it in, man. You can have as much fun or as little fun as you want to have. You know, mm-hmm. like it might be big, yeah, but there's quiet spots and the spots where you can get hype and rowdy on here. It just it just depends what you want from your vacation. The Vista op- offers opportunity to do either or. Obviously, this is a very popular ship. Sells sales sales sold out every cruise. Um, what do you have any like first time tips to offer people who are going to be sailing Carnival Vista? Yeah, come with an open mind. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of reviews online that people people have different experiences on board, right? And I'm yeah. all about you make the most of your situation, right? If you want to come on and have a great time, you can do that. We provide the entertainment. It's just whether you choose to get involved in it. And that's not just entertainment. That's anything on board the ship, right? Your sailaway party was crazy on Saturday or Thank Sunday, whatever it was. And what dances do people need to know before they get on board? You need to go. First, you got to go and follow my page because they're all on there. I'm going to do a shameless plug. Facebook, Matt Cruise Director, okay. or Instagram. 
Matt, M-A-T-T. Um, all my dancers are on there. Cupid Shuffle, Wobble, and then we've got some new ones that are super cool. Um, it's all about line dancing, man. If you can't line dance, you come out and try it. And by the end of the six or eight days, you will know how to do the Cupid Shuffle. Awesome, dude. I know you're very busy. So thanks for spending some time with us. Pleasure. Good Pleasure. seeing you, man. Thanks so much. All right. A big thank you to Carnival Cruise Line for setting up the interviews with Jay Leno and the cruise director, Matt Mitchum. Also, thank you, Richard, for coming on and interviewing me about the Western Caribbean itinerary. With that said, we'll talk to you next week. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Promotional consideration by Hilton Garden Inn, Fort Lauderdale Airport Cruise Port. Where you can park and cruise or take advantage of the shuttle service. Located at 180 Southwest 18th Avenue, Dania, Florida. And when you stay there, tell me you heard about it on Cruise Radio. Call 954-924-9204 or go to hgiflllairport.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.